Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Whenever you're able to listen to this episode, I want to welcome you to Urban Apostolic Developments, and this is your host, Tylee Johnson. Today's episode, I want to quickly talk to you about the process of being kingdom processed. The process of being kingdom processed. It is a painful process. Sometimes it is extremely painful. However, we're going to focus on this the sign of promotion, the sign of promotion. Being kingdom processed is a sign that heaven is about to promote you. It doesn't feel like that. It doesn't seem like it. As a matter of fact, this sounds a little ludicrous, but nonetheless, the process of being kingdom processed is a sign that you are about to be promoted. Now, what is being kingdom processed? Do we have a definition for that? Of course, write this down. It is a systematic series of events that God initiates into your life, specifically designed to develop you, grow you, and refine you for your next level of kingdom living. Now, of course, I'm going to say that again for you. Being kingdom processed is a systematic series of events that God initiates into your life, specifically designed to develop you, grow you, and refine you for your next level of kingdom living. So the events are never meant to kill you, and they are never meant to destroy you, even though it feels like both is happening. The events are designed to enable you to meet certain divine requirements, all right? Requirements that enable you to handle the promotion that is inevitably coming, requirements that will enable you to handle the breakthrough that you're about to have, requirements that will enable you to handle your next level of kingdom living and your next level of kingdom leadership. So these events will not harm you, even though it's painful but they are designed to remove what's in you that has the potential to contaminate where you're going. The breakthrough, the elevation, the promotion, the leadership influence, et cetera. Hence the refining process, okay? Hence the refining process. Remember we said that being kingdom processed is a systematic series of events that God initiates into your life especially designed to not just develop, grow you, but refine you for your next level of kingdom living. So uh, these events, they won't harm you, but it removes what's in you that has the potential to jack up where you're going, all right? So the refining process or the process of purification, all right, this processed process, okay, is to remove anything or, or even anyone, okay, that's in your life, It has the potential to jack up where God is leading you. Now, being kingdom process is a part of the final stages prior to a greater kingdom experience. So right before God gives you one of the greatest kingdom experiences you have ever experienced in your life, right before them, you get processed. All right, this is the experience of a level. This is prior to experiencing a level of living, all right, that you prayed for, of course. All right. So right before this great kingdom experience, you get processed. 
all right, experience of a level of living that you prayed for, the experience of a level of living God intended for you from the beginning, a kingdom experience of being able to advance, establish, and evolve his kingdom within your areas of influence. So again, being kingdom process is a part of the final stages prior to a greater experience of level of living, the experience of a level of living God intends for you from the beginning and the experience of being able to advance or establish his kingdom in your area of society. You're about to access a greater level of a kingdom experience that's going to thrust you into the fulfillment of what has been spoken or prophesied over your life. You're about to be catapulted into the prophetic purpose that heaven allowed you to be born to fulfill. You're about to step on the stage. You're about to meet the people. You're about to connect with the leaders. Your dreams are about to come true. You're about to have greater influence and greater authority in your area of society. You're about to speak and transform governments and cities. You're about to enhance the quality of life of communities. The thing that God has ordained you to do, the thing that God has preordained for you to give birth to right before the manifestation of what God has called you to do, he processes you, which seems like God is working against you. It seems like God is trying to kill you, but he's just trying to prepare you for the greatest kingdom experience you have ever experienced. Being kingdom processed is being strategically and intentionally prepared. It is being prepared, number one, to handle the weight of responsibility in the places you're headed. So being kingdom processed is preparing you to handle the weight of the responsibility that's about to be on your shoulders in the places God is about to release you into. Secondly, he's preparing you to handle the weight of spiritual warfare in the places you're headed. Where you're headed, warfare will increase. The enemy will upgrade his tactics and strategies to knock you down or reproach you. This kingdom processed season, it is not to hurt you or harm you. It is to prepare you to handle the weight of your next level, the weight of the responsibility, the weight of the warfare. Also, number three, he's preparing you to handle the weight of temptation that's awaiting you in the places you're headed. Where you're headed, it's going to be easy to sin in private and not get caught. Where you're headed, it's going to be easy to spend wealth on things you ought not to. It's going to be easy to take deals you ought not to. It's going to be easy to compromise your standard as a kingdom citizen with no natural consequences. Nevertheless, God is preparing you to handle the weight of temptation and never break because where you're headed, responsibility is waiting for you. Where you're headed, warfare is waiting for you. Where you're headed, temptation is waiting. And this kingdom processed process is preparing you to be able to brush it off your shoulder like water off a duck's back. Number four, he's preparing you to handle the weight of wealth and prosperity and the platforms you are headed. 
Where you're headed, you're about to experience wealth and prosperity on a level that you have never experienced it before. You are about to experience a level of warfare that you have never experienced. So, pardon me. You're about to experience a level of, of responsibility that you have never experienced. You're about to experience a level of temptation that you have never experienced. You're about to experience a level of wealth and prosperity that you have never experienced before. You don't know what you would do with a with you would never you you don't know what you'll do with a bank account you've never had. And so what is God doing? He's preparing you to handle the weight of wealth and prosperity and the platforms you're headed to. You're about to get on some platforms that they're not going to ask you what your honorarium is. They're going to tell you we're going to give you 50,000 to come to this company and teach this. What you're teaching for free now, it's just preparation for what companies and cities are going to pay you thousands to preach or it's going to say teach. All right. Number five, you are being prepared to handle the weight of leadership responsibility you will have in the places you are headed. God's about to increase your influence. God is about to increase your leadership responsibility. Right. So he's preparing you now to be able to handle the leadership responsibility that is where you're headed, all right? So this is why you're being kingdom processed so that you can handle the leadership responsibility where you're headed, okay? There are people who you never met, people that you don't even know about that's waiting for a leader to empower them and to impact them with the skills that God has given you. And so being kingdom processed, you're being prepared to handle the weight of that responsibility. People tugging on you, calling on you, emailing you, needing you to be here, needing you to be there, needing your advice on this issue, needing your advice on this problem. The Lord said you're about to be pulled in so many different directions and you have to be able to be pulled in different directions, excel in every direction and still not be pulled apart. You may be bored now, but where you're headed you're going to wish you could rest. Number six, you're being prepared to handle the weight of the people, the systems, the governments, and the territories you're assigned to serve and change. I hear the Lord. There's a greater demand that's about to be placed on you to change people, systems, governments, and territories. As a matter of fact, God said that sometimes you're going to have to work against a time frame. But God said that he's going to give you the grace to handle this. And so the kingdom process of being processed makes you into a strong, effective kingdom leader. The harder and longer the processed process, the greater you become as a kingdom leader. The severity and intensity of the processed process is growing your spiritual authority. Many people have money or they have power, but they don't have spiritual authority. Spiritual authority, not necessarily power, is what's needed to accomplish your kingdom assignment in the earth realm. It is spiritual authority that authorizes you to get done within your area of influence, of course, what God needs accomplished in that area, despite the territorial warfare or resistance in that area. And simultaneously, it is spiritual power that's needed to resist the onslaught of Satan's kingdom who is actually attempting to prevent you and paralyze you from accomplishing 
your territorial mandate for Jesus Christ. Being kingdom processed is a transformational system God uses to transform you. Okay, now the kingdom objective of the processed process is to transform you into the leader and into the kingdom citizen. The kingdom objective, let's let's, let's repeat this again. The kingdom objective of the processed process is to transform you into the leader and citizen, the systems, the governments, the leaders, the churches, the organizations, the businesses, the people, the families, and the territories need to make them better. This, let me read that again. The kingdom objective of the process process is to transform you and to transform me into the leader and into the citizen of the kingdom that systems need to make them better. There are systems in your city who need you to become a better leader and a better person. There are governments in your city who need you to become a better person and a better leader. There are leaders who you need to impact that need you to first become a better leader in person. There are churches, organizations, businesses, people, families, and territories who need you to be better as a leader and to be better as a person to bring transformation to them. The process process is God using the system of being processed to transform you into the person and the leader that everything we just said needs you to be to make them better. In order for you to make businesses better, you must become better. In order for you to make governments better, you must become better. In order for you to make cities better, you must become better. Therefore, the kingdom process of being processed is ultimately about making you better. So this means you're being processed to make others better. You are being kingdom processed to make others better. You're being processed to make cities better. You're being processed to make people better. You're being processed to make society better. You're being processed to make economies better. You're being processed to make the church better. You're being processed to make families better. You are being processed right now to make governments better, to enhance the quality of life of the people, systems, and territories you are assigned to change. You are being processed to make Jesus Christ and his kingdom a living reality in more places than you think. So what does God use to process us? And one answer, and you're not going to like the answer, God uses trials as these systematic events to bring us through kingdom processing. Now let's quickly define a trial. Trial, subjection to suffering or grievous experiences or trouble. God, in other words, uses the cross to process us into who he needs us to be, to better represent his kingdom, 
to better advance his kingdom, to better establish his kingdom, to better evolve his kingdom, to better expand his kingdom, to better reveal his kingdom, and to better impact systems, peoples, governments, and territories. So the cross is what God uses to empower you to be a better representative, to to better advance, to evolve, to expand, to impact systems, people, governments, and territories. That means the cross then, if Jesus Christ uses the cross to make you a better representative of this kingdom so you can better advance his kingdom or establish or evolve his kingdom, If Jesus uses the cross so you can better expand and reveal his kingdom, if the Lord uses the cross so you can better impact systems, people, governments, and territories, then the cross must be a kingdom symbol for deliverance, healing, breakthrough, victory, redemption, salvation, grace, forgiveness, sacrifice, pain, Suffering. Now, let me stop there. The cross is a kingdom symbol of what I just said. Now, I know prior to this, I just said that Jesus uses the cross to make you better so you can better represent the kingdom, so you can better advance and establish and reveal and evolve the kingdom. He uses the cross so that you can impact systems, so you can impact cultures, so you can impact governments and territories. From what we preach and what we have, especially during this season of April and, 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 and sacrifice and Easter and Passover and Resurrection Sunday, we, 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 the cross is a symbol of everything I just said. Deliverance, healing, breakthrough, victory, redemption, salvation, grace, forgiveness, sacrifice, pain, suffering. But the cross is also a symbol of promotion. We don't talk about that aspect of the cross. We only talk about deliverance, healing, breakthrough, victory, redemption, salvation, etc. But we don't teach sermons or teach lectures or teach business conferences that in order to maximize your potential as a business leader, you must experience the cross because the cross makes you better because the cross is a sign of your promotion. If we could understand, and it's hard to understand, if we could understand the cross is not just a sign of pain, but it is a sign of promotion, maybe we would better embrace the cross and not reject it. Whenever the cross shows up in your life, it's a sign of promotion. Not necessarily because of how good you are but because of how good God is. What you do during the process process determines both the outcome and the duration. So if you want the season to hurry up and get over, which I'm sure you and I both do, then we need to just surrender to the Holy Spirit because what you and I do during this process of being processed, it determines the outcome, but also determines the duration. So now let's quickly end this by talking about what should you and I do in the midst of being processed? What you and I do 
what you and I do during the processed season determines the outcome. It determines the duration. So I submit to you, this is what you and I should do during our process season. Number one, we should get, be getting closer to God. Even though during the process, you may be angry at God and ask God, why have you forsaken me? That's what Jesus asked. He says, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And so you will have moments in your cross season, in your process kingdom, process season of becoming a greater person so you can impact and transform the world around you. You will ask him, why have you forsaken me? It will seem like the word of God is not true. It will seem like God is against you, but he's actually perfecting you for your next level of kingdom living, leadership and impact. So the one of the hardest things and greatest things to do is get closer to God. Number two, remain faithful to do what you know to do. Listen, during your kingdom process season, just do what you know to do. Stop trying to figure out what else should I do? Just just do what you know to do. Watch and excel at it. Number three, work the keys of the kingdom you currently know. Whatever keys of the kingdom you don't know, don't worry about that. Just work the keys that you currently know effectively. Number four, consume the word of God. Sometimes your only prophecy or your only encouragement will come from the word and God, the Holy Spirit. So don't get frustrated with people on social media or your family or your church family or the many prophets that you know. Because God may be shutting them down just so, my God, just so you and him can grow stronger. Because there are decisions that you're going to have to make on this very next level of kingdom living, impact and leadership that can actually determine the destiny of an entire nation. And God has to make sure you know how to hear him on the behalf of the destiny of an entire race. I'm telling you, that's the responsibility you're headed to. So God shuts all voices down and he says, learn to hear me out of the word. Learn to hear me. Learn to hear my word. Oh, hallelujah. What does the word say? It says, encourage yourself in the Lord. Sometimes you got to write sermons and preach them to yourself until you get happy. Because of the principles and keys that God has given you can't work for you and won't work for others. Number five, keep creating. I don't care what it looks like. Keep creating. Messages, books, articles, blogs, systems, Okay, this also keeps the mind of God active so you can grow in kingdom intelligence. Number six, be consistent. In what? In everything I just said. In getting closer, remaining faithful, working the keys, consuming the word, and keep creating. Just be consistent. Number seven, fight your flesh. It is during these times where your flesh will rise up 
and ask you, what's the sense of living holy? Nothing's happening anyway. These are the times you also got to fight your flesh to quit or to give up or to take shortcuts. Just fight your flesh. Number eight, keep building. Whatever God is calling you to build, even though it doesn't look like much, (laughs) keep building. Trust me, it's going to pay off. Number nine, keep your eyes on your God-given vision. Keep your eyes on the vision. Looking at the things which are unseen, not the things which are seen, because the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are unseen are eternal. We walk by faith and not by sight. Hallelujah. So easier said than done. I know, but this is what you should be doing during your painful, agonizing kingdom process process. Draw closer to God, remain faithful, work the keys, consume the word, keep creating, be consistent, fight your flesh, keep building, and keep your eyes on your God-given vision. Philippians 3.14, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. That's that Pastor Benny Hinn voice, Jesus. Yeah, precious Jesus. Wonderful Jesus. He is amazing. He's beautiful. He's wonderful. Because during this season, the devil wants you to curse God and die. During this season, the devil wants to separate you from Jesus. But I prophesy and I decree and I declare, nothing shall separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, the Lord. So I will stay connected to Jesus, whether he blesses me or not. I will remain faithful to the king. So I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Proverbs 10 and 4. I'm going to read this in the New King James too. He who has a slack hand becomes poor, but the hand of the diligent makes rich. What does that mean? Do what you know and work the keys of the kingdom diligently, and eventually you'll become spiritually and naturally abundantly supplied. Galatians 6 and 9. Galatians 6 and 9. And let us not grow weary and well, weary while doing good. For in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Yeah, man. Don't grow weary. Listen, I know it's easy. Listen, I know you're weary. I know you're weary. But don't let the weariness grow. Okay? While you're doing good. Because if you don't quit, guess what? You're going to reap. Acts 14, 22. Acts 14, 22. Strengthening the souls of the disciples, exhorting them to continue in the faith and saying, we must through many tribulations enter the kingdom of God. It is with much tribulation, my beloved brothers and sisters, that we press into prophetic fulfillment. We press into the next level of kingdom living, leadership, and impact. 1 Peter 5 and 10. Could be an interesting scripture if you're going through your processed season, or should I say, if you're about to be promoted. But may the God of all grace, who called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have 
suffered a while. Perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. Hmm. I, I, just, I just want to build you with these scriptures. Matthew 16, 24, and 25. Matthew 16, 24, 25. Then Jesus said to his disciples, if anyone desires to come after me so you can maximize your next level of kingdom living, leadership, and impact, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Wow. Matthew 7, 13, 14, New King James. Last scripture. Matthew 7, 13, 14, New King James. Enter, Jesus says, by the narrow gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there are many who go in by it because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life. And there are few who find it. Or should I say there are few who endure to the end. I pray that this message was an encouragement to you. I pray that the spirit of God, the anointing of the Holy Ghost will rest upon you and that he would give you a grace to keep doing what you know to do. I pray that God gives you a grace that in this season to keep drawing closer to him, remain faithful to do what you know to do, work the keys of the kingdom you currently know, consume the word, keep creating, because this keeps the mind of God active for kingdom intelligence. Be consistent, fight your flesh, keep building, and keep your eyes on God's vision. All right, you're almost there. I love you. God bless you, man.